the Monday, April 15th edition of Snoozecast, where we take an in-depth look at the biggest stories while bringing in new perspectives from the reporters who wrote them. I'm City of East Lansing reporter Evan Jones. And I'm campus reporter Katie Kelly. The roads are so bad in Michigan that one reporter went on a quest to find the worst roads in the city. That segment and what happened at the April 12th MSU Board of Trustees meeting in this week's episode. From Michigan State's independent student voice, this is Snoozecast. The last Michigan State Board of Trustees meeting of the spring 2019 semester took place on April 12th. The board approved several items, including an increase to room and board rates for the upcoming school year and a change to a traffic ordinance to allow electric scooters on campus. But most notable was the presence of Wave 2 Nasser survivors at the meeting, several of whom spoke about their frustrations with the administration. Administration reporter Riley Murdoch is here to tell us about what happened at the meeting. Hey, Riley. (laughs) Thank you for having me. So can you talk a little bit about the atmosphere during this meeting compared to other meetings you've been to? So this meeting, like the last one, started with Acting President Satish Udpa apologizing to survivors, something the community was very happy about last time he did it. This time, however, survivors and others who spoke publicly had issues with how the administration was treating them since the last meeting, according to what they said uh, publicly during public comment. And I think they felt Udpa's words weren't matching the administration's actions. It seemed much more combative. Can you talk a little bit about the Wave 2 survivors? What are some of their continuing concerns about the university administration? So the Wave 2 survivors are uh, victims of Larry Nassar's sexual abuse who were not a part of the initial settlement lawsuit with MSU for whatever individual reasons they had not to join in on that lawsuit at that time. Now they've come forward, they're seeking settlements from the university, and from what some of them said at the meeting, they feel MSU's treating them differently than other survivors. They're not really happy with the current state of their negotiations with the university. I haven't spoken to any of them on the record yet, but based on their public statements, I feel like that's a somewhat accurate characterization of their feelings at this moment. What are some other takeaways from the meeting that students should know about? I think the last meeting should be taken as a sign that these issues are far from over. The fallout from the Nasser trial, mistrust in the administration, these will continue to be issues for the community going forward, and how the next president addresses them will probably define how they're received. All right, thanks for joining us, Riley. As always, thanks for having me. If you're a Michigander, chances are you've recently complained about the infrastructure around town. City General Assignment Reporter Peter Hewlett scoured the city in search of the five worst roads. Peter is here today to describe the method to his madness. Welcome to the snoozecast, Peter. Hi, thanks for having me on. So first off, what are the worst roads in the city? So my list goes as follows. Uh, At number five, I have North Harrison Road, um, pretty much between Lake Lansing and Grand River. Hilly Road, not a lot of traffic, but the road condition is pretty poor, so that's why I made it number five. Um, number four was a wild ball, actually, because it's Wildwood Road. It's um, just this random little street in the middle of the suburbs. Um, so I actually saw it as I was cruising down uh, Harrison. I looked over and I saw this little tiny road that was just miserable. It seriously looks like it hasn't been touched in years and years. So I drove down it. It's a really short stretch of road, but it's just really awful. And I was like, okay, that's going on the list. Um, 
third, I believe, I have to think about this, Physics Road. It's definitely Physics Road, um, especially uh, if you're taking the 31. I, I wrote about this in the piece, too. If you're going down there, you're going to feel it. It's a, another small stretch of road, but it's going to be busier because it's on campus. Tons and tons of potholes. It, it's the worst of any road on the list. It's absolutely miserable. It will break your back anytime you go down it, so be weary. Um, yeah, that was number three. Let's see, number two. Number two is Abbott Road. So um, that one's kind of self-explanatory. Everyone in East Lansing's been down Abbott. The road is pretty poor. It's, again, terrible road condition. You got bars frats all along there so if you're trying to drive down there on any weekend night or Friday night uh, it, there's going to be a lot of students out there a lot of lifts and Ubers dropping people off um, it, it's an interesting time to say the least so that it's not fun and then number one is Hagedorn because um, well you got lots of traffic on there all the time it's an east neighborhood that's no fun to begin with and you have trains that go up and down there too so Odds are very good that you're going to get stuck behind a train, so you're going to be late for class or work or wherever the heck you're going. So that's not fun. So that's my list. So how long did you spend in inspecting the city's roads? So I probably spent a good 45 minutes to an hour. I took off before I wanted to write the story because I just wanted to have a fresh mindset of what I wanted to write about. So. Yeah, about an hour. I went through the suburbs. I hit the main roads because um, I had a few that I had in mind that I was pretty sure was going to be on the list. But I wanted to make sure, and then I kind of wanted to find some hidden gems too. So I wanted to give myself lots of time before I wrote it. Yeah. So what qualities make one road worse than another? So there's two main things uh, that I look at straight away. It's the road quality. So like how bumpy is there? Are there a lot of cracks, potholes, that kind of deal and then uh, how much traffic is around the road, because those are the two big things that I think drivers complain about most of the time. And then uh, a third factor that I threw in was just like any extracurricular things. So um, yeah, for Hagedorn Road example, you got a train that goes through there. Um, Abbott, you got the bars on the left and the right, so if you're trying to drive through there at night, it's miserable. So uh, just extracurricular things like that. We'll see. <laughs> Lansing, uh, it's a toughie because it's a lot bigger of a city. The roads are, I think, a lot worse. So I'd have a lot, a lot, lot more to go through. So um, I'd probably have to give myself at least two or three hours to do that. But it would be fun. I, I enjoyed writing this piece. And, uh, you know, I, I think I got good feedback on it. So it might be fun to do in the future. So thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now a look ahead to this week's news. The Finding Our Voices Sister Survivors Speak exhibit will be opening at the MSU Museum this Tuesday, April 16th. The exhibit was co-curated by survivors of Larry Nassar's sexual abuse and their allies. With visual artwork, poetry, audio, teal ribbons, photos, and other artifacts, the exhibit serves as a place to tell survivors stories of healing and fighting for accountability. Also during the week, there will be a survivor's tree planted, the first teal talk at the exhibit, and a teal prize award ceremony. You can stay updated with these different events and learn more about the work that was put into curating the exhibit at statenews.com and in our April 18th print issue. Thanks for listening to Snoozecast, where the state news takes an in-depth look into the biggest stories while bringing new perspectives from the reporters who wrote them. You can find us on Twitter at TSNCasts and at the S News. 
on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash state news and always online at statenews.com. Tune in next week for our last episode of the semester. 